0: I'd like you just to open the Word of God and just going to share just for a little while from that and then we just go back into a place of worship again. Lots of stresses and strains come at this time of the year and uh, one of the things that's really important for us to do is to continually fix on the Lord. Continue to keep fixed. I want you to open your Bible for me in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through to verse 23. <clears throat> when we were in, uh, in, uh, U- uh, in Nigeria... Uh, we were in a great meetings there when the power of God was present. One of the words that we heard continually was this word, Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. When people were healed of cancer, Emmanuel, God with us. When people were healed of terrible diseases, Emmanuel, God with us. When people delivered, Emmanuel, God with us. In other words, the one word, the one word, Summed up and described many different things But it was God at work with His people And of all the things that we need Of all the things we'd want to be known for Is God with us And not just, well yes we know you're a believer And we know the Spirit of God lives in you But the tangible manifest presence of God That's what sets a person aside it's not because they come up in an altar call and made a decision But because of a lifestyle that has opened up for the living God to flow And so it can be said that God is with you We can see it in your life I want you to read with me in just a few verses here Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows After his mother Mary was uh, engaged to Joseph Before they came together She was found to be pregnant with child of the Holy Spirit Then Joseph her husband being a just man And not wanting to make her a public example Was minded to put her away privately or to divorce her And while he thought about these things An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream Saying Joseph son of David Do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost And she will bring forth a son and you'll call his name Jesus For he will save his people from their sins So all this was done that it might be fulfilled Which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Isaiah Saying behold a virgin shall come forth uh, Shall be with child and shall bear a son In other words a supernatural birth And they shall call his name Emmanuel Which is translated God with us Last week uh, we spoke a message and it was like this, his name should be called Jesus And uh, this week I want to speak from the same passage of scripture His name should be called Emmanuel And we saw last week that in the Bible names are always significant So if I was to call out a name, if I said the name Lynn Now immediately there's probably only one Lin here So everyone knows when I'm talking it'll center suddenly around one person So there's a name associated, or someone is associated with a name In the Bible uh, often the names, were, everywhere through the Bible They had meanings attached to the names And often people were named according to some characteristic in their life Or they were named uh, according to a prophetic picture of what God wanted to do And so you have uh, in Judges 11 chapter one uh, verse 1 You have a guy by the name of Jephthah who was born in terrible circumstances But his father prophetically named him Called on him the name for which he would be known all his life the one who breaks through So no matter what they said about him Whenever they welcomed him It was the one who breaks through The one who breaks through The one who breaks through So all his life growing up The one who breaks through So although he had a hard time Prophetically his destiny was in his name Who he was uh, There was another name that was named by God This one was named 300 years before the boy was born Josiah Josiah's name means literally uh, God is our foundation so both of these men were named and they were named according to the prophetic destiny uh, The name Jephthah means the one who breaks through He actually led the nation into a national breakthrough from oppression Led the armies of God He truly was the one who broke through And he was a picture of Jesus Christ who was despised and rejected of everyone And yet he was the one who broke through the power of sin and death And he became Jesus for he will save us from our sins He broke through the blanket of sin That had been on every generation Since the fall of Adam Jesus He will save his people from their sins Jesus, God saves So, what an amazing destiny Jesus had To save people the second one, the name Josiah, God is our foundation. He became a reformer and he totally reformed the whole nation away from godly, godlessness and he rebuilt a new spiritual foundation for prosperity in the nation. And his name meant God is our foundation. He also is a picture of Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our calling who sets a foundation in our life that our life might be different. That all of the years that are wasted in sin and bondage and captivity of various kinds There's a new foundation you can build in His life No one can build on any other foundation the Bible says That foundation is Jesus Christ A personal revelation to you of who He is And embracing of Him And receiving Him into your life And a life committed to walk with the new living God As a new foundation For most of us, the foundation of our life was do it yourself, do it our own way. But there's another way. But Jesus was not just known as the Savior, he was also known as Emmanuel, God with us. And so being named Emmanuel has tremendous significance. One of the problems that people face, you get it everywhere, there's many problems people face, but here's one of them. One problem that people face universally is the issue of loneliness, the feeling Of being alone in life Another problem that people face universally Is the problem of fear Fear of death Fear of evil tidings Fear of bad things might happen You can pretty well all sum it up In the word fear of death That what I'm attached to will be taken away from me A relationship will be taken away from me A job might be taken away from me Uh, My reputation might be taken away from me This fear of death that something that I'm drawing life from will be taken away from me. So these are universal things. They came about because of the entrance of sin. When Adam sinned, everything changed. He lost his intimate connection with God. Lost it totally. And the result was a sense of emptiness inside. A sense of loneliness inside. If you have loneliness inside, it's because there's a part of you is not filled with God. There's a part of you is conscious of yourself. Part of you is aware of the distance you have between yourself and other people And that can be filled with God When it's filled with God We immediately want to re-engage people We're no longer alone I found one of the cures for loneliness Just to get helping someone in need Surprising how it changes you If you just indulge loneliness Then you just go down into a big pit of self-pity Fear, fear of death is a universal problem But God's answer to both loneliness and death Is the same thing Emmanuel God is with us God is with us If you're lonely and you know God is with you How can you be alone? Jesus said, I know you're going to leave me But he said, I'm not alone Because my Father is with me So you don't have to be lonely You can have times when there's no one there You can have times when you're on your own You can have times when you're making a stand And no one supports you Like Paul said in the book of Acts Where he said in my first answer No man stood with me But the Lord stood by me so in the place of loneliness, God is there, Emmanuel. His very nature, he is there with you. If you can become conscious of God, then you become less conscious of the loneliness. We'll give you a couple of keys to the end of the message. The other one is fear. Throughout the Bible, God says things like this. He spoke to Gideon in Judges chapter 6. Fear not, I am with you, Emmanuel, the Lord is with you. Right through the Bible he says Don't be afraid, don't be dismayed Be strong and of good courage Why? I am with you I am with you So God being with us And us being conscious of God with us Provides a remedy for loneliness And a remedy for fear So as we have a look through the Bible I want to share with you Right from the beginning God's intention to engage with man And be there We won't look up all the scriptures But they'll probably turn up on the screen and I want to just share them without going into too much detail around them So the first thing you see is God's design in the garden In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 through 28 God said, I'll make man, let us make man in our image and likeness Let us give him dominion over all the fish of the sea, over all of creation So God's design for man now I want you to think about this design, how God designed us And you'll see that God designed us according to an eternal pattern that God is there God is in the earth in a man If you have a look here And we begin to think about Adam It says let us make man our own image and likeness So how did God make madam Adam Madam, Did I say madam Madam How did God make madam well, That's interesting <laughs> How did God make madam Dear Lord I think man made madam God made Adam <laughs> I won't go any further, we'll just stay on the minute <laughs> Get off track here So God made Adam a spirit being God made him in his own image So you and I are spirit beings We don't fully understand what that means We don't fully understand If you think about your human body, you're a human being So if we were to cut you open, we'd find there's a complexity of design that makes your body work And enables you to live in the physical world But if we could know more about your spirit You would discover you have a spirit body Which is complex in its design as well Because you are a spirit being You are a spirit being at the moment Located in a very limited physical body But you are a spirit being With a soul that enables you to connect Through your body into the world So when God made man Remember there was no presence of sin So the man that God made Get this could not only live in a physical world In a body and interact with the physical world But he also, his eyes were unveiled And he could see the spirit world now we don't, We're not aware of that But Adam in his original state Could see into the spirit world He could experience the spirit world He could engage the spirit world He, he actually had access Into the throne room and God And out of it again He was fully connected to heaven Fully connected to God and not only that, there was such an opening And a connecting between heaven and earth That God would literally walk in the garden With him in the evenings So when we look at the story of uh, of Adam and Eve in the garden We tend to, again, just get kind of A little storybook thing of it We don't understand that Adam was Clothed with the glory of God There was no sin blocking his understanding He was able to see into the dimensions Of the Spirit and see into the realm of God And literally God could work in the earth through a man. So if you wanted to know where God was, God was in the earth in Adam and Eve. God was in the earth manifesting his presence, creating, uh, bringing dominion, bringing order through man. In other words, God always intended to be there. God always, one of his names, Jehovah Shema, the Lord is there. God is with us. So the way God designed the world was that he would access it and heaven would be in the earth through a man. God in a man, then of course, when Adam sinned, what happened was this: now, get this: When Adam sinned, his spiritual eyes were closed, the glory left, and once the glory had left, and sin and iniquity had entered into him, his DNA changed now, and now he could no longer see things he saw before. He had to now live, instead of living out of the spirit dimension, he had to live out of a physical senses only. God promised that He would bring a redeemer, and all of this would change. But God never changed that He wanted to be there with us. God is with us. The next time you see God encountering different people, but the next time you find God revealing His plan to be with us, is found in the book of Exodus, chapter twenty-five, and in verse eight. And Mo- God is speaking to Moses, and He's got Moses to go into Egypt and deliver the people out of Egypt. And then He says this: He says, "I want you to build a dwelling." So that I may dwell among you Notice again God's desire to live in the earth Heaven connected to the earth With people so if you wanted to see where God was, you had to travel to the Middle East, you had to go there to where Moses Tabernacle was. Moses Tabernacle was kind of like a tent and uh, had three areas, the outer court, holy place, holiest of holies. The holiest of holies was absolutely lit up with the glory of God. And if you were there at night time, you'd see a pillar of fire right over it. If you were there in the daytime, there'd be a cloud that went up probably like A Hiroshima bomb or something like that That covered them all And kept them sheltered from the sun But clearly God was there Emmanuel, God with us You said to look, God is with us Emmanuel, God with us How did they see God is with us? Supernatural sign There was evidence, God with us God's intention has always been with us In fact, in Exodus 33, Moses cried out and said God, if you're not with us, don't take us anywhere How can the world know we're separate and different and distinct Unless your presence is with us? Now you understand, when it's speaking presence there It's tangible, manifest, supernatural dimensions of God operating That is the normal That is the normal Otherwise, we settle for, well, yeah, we know God is around, but Okay, yeah, so what? See, it's actually heaven open and heaven invading earth And God's presence tangibly experienced So the Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 40 When they finished it, the glory of the Lord filled that house No one could stand up God built a building where he could live and be The Lord is there, the Lord is among people Then years later after the tabernacle of Moses finished its season God raised up the temple of Solomon 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse, first three verses The Bible tells us when Solomon finished building this magnificent temple Said the glory of God filled the temple They were singing and worshipping and praising Heaven opened and the glory came No one could stand They literally fell over the Presence of God was so strong If you wanted to see where God was You'd go and you would say Emmanuel God is here. God is here. How would you say that? Because there was tangible miracles and presence of God operating. But all of these were just pictures. They were not the true God is with us that God had in mind. Until we get to Matthew chapter one, and it says of Jesus, he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. God Himself, Almighty God, who created the heaven and the earth. Coming and being in the flesh in a person, God in man, man filled with divinity. That's what this is about, Emmanuel. It's man filled with God, God with us. So His name would be called Emmanuel, God with us. In Luke chapter seven, there's a young, uh, there's a family there, and the family has had tragedy after tragedy. A woman was married. A husband died. Tragedy, she's got no one to provide for her So she's leaning on her son growing up And as her son grows up, the responsibility is on him to provide for the mother As the son gets to a reasonable age, the son has a terrible sickness and he dies And one day as, God, as Jesus is walking the earth, walking through this place Here comes to him a funeral procession Full of grief, full of despair, full of hopelessness There is no hope whatsoever Perhaps you would know people like that there's many like that, many people who have no hope. And the funeral beer's been carried along and they've got the boy wrapped up. I've, I've seen that actually happening. I was in one place in India and I saw them carrying that. I said, What's that? And they said, Well, that's someone's body. And sure enough, wrapped in bandages and they were carrying the body. Onto, you, in, I think I mean, yes. So, the sergeant said, Yes, that's what that. Well, I saw that. But in this particular situation, you can imagine the grief. There's absolute despair. Woman's got no future, no hope, no anything. There's nothing, and yet Jesus stops, moves with compassion, stops them, touches, touches the funeral pyre, the little weak thing they were carrying, the stretch they were carrying on. Boy comes to life. God, they said, God is with us. God has visited His people. So Jesus began to show what it means, Emmanuel, God with us. What it means is this: it means Heaven and earth reconnected And God starting to manifest miracles through people That's why they said, God is with us God is with us How do they know God is with us? They saw the miracles They saw Jesus do things They saw people heal And they say, God is here, God is with us So God's intention And you see, it's in the name of who Jesus is One, to save His people from their sins But two, that God might be with us and You see, God is only with us if we'll receive Jesus And if we'll respond to Jesus and keep our eyes centered on Jesus Jesus said there's no other way, I'm the way, the truth, the life You can't come to God, you can't experience God except through me He is the only way So a person receives Jesus, it's not about praying a little prayer It's actually about a life given over to make Jesus the new center God's plan is not that you get fire insurance for eternity God's plan is to change us. God's plan is for heaven and earth to reconnect and for the life of God to begin to flow through us again. That's the plan. That's the plan. So when you receive Jesus, it takes place as you make a personal commitment, an act of commitment to Him. But it's not, I'll have Jesus and I'll have everything else as well. The deal is not that. The deal is God wants to fill us with His presence so people can look at your life and say, God is with you. God is with you. Usually they don't say that. They say something like this. There's something different about you I've been watching you And there seems to be something different You seem to have peace in the storm You seem to have unusual favour on your life You know what Joseph says in Genesis 39 Notice this Again Emmanuel, God with us In Genesis 39 it tells us this It said Potiphar, that's the Egyptian That's the unsaved person Saw that God was with them How do you see God is with someone? If we were to ask Is God with you? You'll probably say, yeah Is that a trick question? Is God with you? But do people see God is with you? They saw it with Joseph What did they see? Well, a number of things I think it showed on his countenance Showed in his spirit Showed in the flow of the life of God around him Showed in the anointing that he carried Out of a relationship with God Was Joseph a perfect man? Not at all We know he wasn't perfect because when you look at his life You find as a young man when he got these prophetic dreams He ran around to his brothers saying Hey, God's given me a great prophetic dream You want to hear it? He said, okay, handle it, give it to us He said, you're all going to bow down and I'm going to be the boss Now no older brother wants a young brother saying a thing like that They just did not like him for that And then he got another one Now notice he's totally unaware of his brothers He's not aware of how sensitive, how they may feel about this thing He just says, whoa, ho, ho have I got another dream And they're not really interested, I'm going to tell you anyway This is the dream, I saw all these sheaves And these sheaves were you guys And I saw them all bow down, they were bowing down to me And then it says they hated him So you notice, he had immaturity in his life That was at 13, he had immaturity in his life How many know teenagers have immaturity in their life? He's about 17, sorry had immaturity in his life at 17 How many know a teenager with immaturity at 17? But at 17 the Egyptians said God is with him." So immaturity and the presence of God can exist side by side Good to be aware of that Because otherwise if you're not aware of that That it's actually the grace of God that causes presence to be around our life You'll think if I just get all my life together God will be with me And you'll end up striving and struggling See, God was with him Was it because he had great skill? No, God was with him Was it because he had great leadership abilities? Not necessarily But God was with him is what made the difference That's why Moses said it He said, if God is not with us, uh, we're not going anywhere We can't do this thing Moses was a trained commander of an army But he said, I need God with me Otherwise I can't do this task at all And we may, see the thing the church Tends to do and the things we tend to do Is we tend to think that actually What we need are the other things And if we just have the other things We'll make it but actually God says No you really need me at the center If you got me at the center The other things will add into your life And you'll have what you need And so was he mature? He was not mature Was he skilled? Not necessarily skilled Was he a great leader? No Not at that time he's only seven years of age But what happened was God was with him How do they know God was with them? Because there was a tangible presence of God felt around his life How do they know? Because they saw whatever he put his hand to, God blessed it Isn't that interesting? Our tendency is to think If I just get really good or get enough training Then I'll have all the results I need in life Well, it's great to get training I think we need to have training I'm all behind it But not without God Not as a substitute for God Better to have God and then have training Sometimes we get the training And then we think we don't need God so much now Because we've got the training, we rest in our own ability One of the things I teach people In in moving in the spirit I tell them at the beginning of a course When we teach them about deliverance or the gifts I tell them this is the first thing I tell them Here's rule number one Don't rely on the method, lean on the Holy Ghost I'm going to talk to you about how to But don't rely on any of the how to Lean on the spirit of God Build that relationship of trust So God is with you God does not mind immaturity what he, what he dislikes Is prideful attitudes of heart He's determined to manifest through us God wants to, us. wants to be with us He wants to be with us He wants to be with you But the problem is the veil of some things around our lives Sometimes conceal God from view And people see something else They may just see heaviness They may see a bad mood They may see grumpiness They may see anger They may see resentment They're seeing something else coming through Instead of the light of God So God wants to be with us God wants to be with you Now we see then Jesus made this statement He said in John chapter 14 He said, "Now I'm going to go away But I'm not going to leave you an orphan I'm not going to abandon you and leave you on your own I'm going to be with you I'm going to send the Holy Ghost to be with you I want you to look with me one more scripture And uh, we'll just pick it up in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 And we see that God's intention is was not only that Jesus would be called Emmanuel, God with us, and He truly is the fullness of God. And Hebrews one, it says, He was the, verse three, He's the express image of God. He is the model. I'm not the model. Jesus is the model. But He tells us that we are the temple now. Have a look at this, and we we'll look at in. Uh, I'll pick it up now in, in uh, one Corinthians chapter six. I want you to see this. One Corinthians chapter six. One Corinthians six. And verse 17, and it says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Verse 19, Do you not know your body is the temple of Holy Spirit? He was in you who you have of God and not your own. You're bought with a price. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now I want you to balance that scripture up with this one here in Ephesians 2. In Ephesians 2, it tells us this. It says in verse 20, Being built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone In whom the whole building being fitted together Grows to a holy temple in the Lord In whom you are being built together For a dwelling place of God in the Spirit Now you notice this In 1 Corinthians 6 it tells us Individually you are the temple of God So salvation takes place like this When you and I Open our heart to Jesus Christ, we turn away from sin Now that means turning away from a life independent of God Running it in our own ability, running it in our own strength Trying to engineer and control life To actually a place of dependency, connection and trust in the living God When we do that, we join one spirit to the Lord There's not two spirits, you are joined to the Lord Now get this If you are joined to the Lord and the Lord is in heaven Then now heaven is reconnected to earth again And heaven can flow into earth through you All the resources of God can flow into heaven from heaven into earth through you If you are joined to the Lord You're one spirit with Him You can see things in the realm of the Spirit I haven't seen anything What's the block? You can hear things that God is saying Well I'm not hearing anything There must be a block You can begin to receive from the things in heaven And bring them into earth Well I'm not doing that Well actually but God intends that 1 Corinthians 12:7 He says the manifestation Or the manifestation of heaven Coming into the earth Is given to every believer In other words God's plan is That instead of there being a temple In Israel One person, one place That he would have a body of people Called his temple And every one of them God is manifesting his life through us Touching people around us Have you thought that you're called to do that? He understood that that is God's plan That God would flow through you And that wherever you are It would be Emmanuel God is with us Emmanuel, God is with When you go into your workplace Emmanuel, God is with us Firstly, He's with you And if you're there Then God is there See? If you go into the school Well, you're there And you're connected to God So God is there too You go into the neighborhood In fact, wherever you are Wherever you are God is there Now, the problem is That we don't really believe that We give assent to it with our head And say, yeah, yeah, I reckon that's right I reckon the Bible says that I reckon that's true But we don't often live in the experience of it So, one, first individually We actually are to carry the presence of God now if you were, Suppose you were to carry the presence of God And you're designed to bring God to people How would that change how you relate to people? You see, when people upset us, we normally react back. But I'm called to be to bring God to them. So reacting is not the way to handle it now. How can I bring God to them in this situation? See, if you really believe you're the temple of the Holy Spirit and that God is calling you to bring Him to places, to bring Him to people, Emmanuel, God is with us, then it changes the way you're going to live your life. You stop looking at people and justifying bad attitudes and bad behaviours You begin to say, actually, my whole life and destiny is bringing God to people Think about that Changes the way you operate Changes your whole operating paradigm Now that is actually God's plan His plan isn't that everyone comes in the city comes into this, in this church and, and they all hear me preach and come up in an altar call His plan is that He reveals Himself through you to people wherever you go And some of them will end up here in this particular house. Some will end up in other places. But that is his intention, that you would advance his kingdom. How do you advance the kingdom of God? Well, you must bring God wherever you go. You must bring God to people. Now, not only we do that individually, we're also God causes us to be built together. So one, I've got to change how I live my life so I can bring God to people. Two, I need to change how I relate to Christians. Why? Because God's design is that this place be a temple Where we be united, one heart, one spirit Walking in love And as a result of that There is a great dimension of God's presence here So people walking through feel Emmanuel God is here God is in this place That requires then we deal with attitudes Some of you sitting here will have big issues with someone else in this room What are you going to do about that? You are frustrating the plan of God You are Because you won't resolve What is in your heart That separates you from another person God's trying to link in love So the world can see by a love for one another That this must be really God So the world sees God in two ways It sees one When the supernatural power is demonstrated Two When the character of Christ is revealed By believers who really mean business And love one another That make sense? Now, so let's just move on then We just go back to where I was before Why is it then that we struggle so much To be conscious and aware of And carry and manifest the presence of God I have done lots of training sessions I found in every training session Without exception God is willing to manifest His presence Through every person in the room I've seen it without exception Everywhere I've gone I've seen it even with young Christians Immature, all kinds of stuff And God still was willing to manifest His presence through them See? The gift or manifestation of Spirit Given to every believer For a purpose of manifesting Christ And building up other people Think about that So mostly people are conscious of fear Or they're conscious of being alone Or we're conscious of uh, faults in our life Conscious of lacks in our life We feel condemned in other words, our mind and emotions are conscious of something other than God is in us and with us. We become overly conscious. The Bible says in Romans 8 verse 5, if you set your mind, your thoughts, your, your attention and all your focus on the things that are wrong in your life, you will walk in the flesh. He said, but if you set your mind on the things of the Spirit, you will walk in the Spirit. Those who are Christ. Crucify the flesh Set their affection on the things of the spirit So therein lies the key If I can learn how to become Conscious of the presence of God Much more of him can flow through me When we get people And ask them to pray for someone You know what the first thing they become conscious of They become conscious of themselves I've got to do something Or they become conscious of the need It's so big, what can I do It's all interlinked One of the keys for ministering to people Is to become conscious God is with me And all I'm required to do Is bring something of God to this person Makes a big difference So how is it we can become more conscious Of the presence of God How can you become much more conscious Of the presence of God Well of course if you haven't become a Christian yet You're not conscious of God at all Until you come into a meeting You can say God is here I felt it I felt like I wanted to weep I felt overwhelmed I I don't know what it was I've been with people, and they say, I don't know what it is, I don't want to cry when I go over here. Well, actually, they're feeling God is with us, see. But for a believer, here's four simple keys. And they're what you call platform. They're ways you build your life. You build these things into your life. You continually keep manifesting these things in your life. Number one is repentance. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, the last few verses and into 2 Corinthians 7, 1, it says, Because God has called us to be his temple, and called us to be sons and daughters, we must turn from uncleanness, turn from things in our life that defile us. So number one key is repentance. Repentance is a lifestyle. Jesus said, Repent what you're doing that's impacting you and closing up your heart and eye, in order you can receive things of the kingdom. So repentance, continued acknowledgement of failure, lack. Turning from it through confession And believing I'm forgiven Is a key to enjoying the presence of God Sin separates us So some of us here Have learned to live With very little awareness of God Because we tolerate things in our life That aren't right Well everyone does it Well everyone ain't you You're you and you're called to be different And you're called and I'm called To turn from things The Bible says in Timothy says that everyone who names the name of Christ Turn away or reject or turn from iniquity, crookedness and things That stop us enjoying experiencing and releasing God So number one is I've got to walk with a foundation of humility Acknowledging things that are wrong, put them right quickly through confession and repentance Number two, we need to actually learn to be worshippers and surrender to God Learn to be a worshipper of God worshipper of God is a person who lets their heart, their whole inner being Every part just go to him in worship To surrender to love on him Loving him with all the heart Not just a little bit of it And so that's why we get times of worship Times where you express Times where you linger Begin to give voice to what's in your heart And let your heart just dwell in his presence So that involves surrender Surrender is a foundation So repentance is one foundation Surrender is another You find that surrender is letting go control Surrender is putting yourself into God's hands Surrender is letting go the things that drive your life And saying, God, I just want more of you Surrender is letting go your fears Surrender is letting God have more room In a moment, I'll just show you very simply And I can guarantee God will come God will just come and will touch someone He'll start to touch others in a moment And it'll be just the simple things Repentance, surrender, then meditation We need to meditate and fix our mind on God being with us The presence of God Feeling, dwelling in And being with us That God is with me it takes time to renew your heart If you've lived lonely it takes time for your heart to believe I'm not alone God is with me Become conscious of Him Finally we need to learn how to speak To declare God is with me God is with me God is with me See? I need to speak in agreement And declare it over my life That God is with me Dawn why don't you just come up here Dawn just please just come over here Let me just show you something Just have someone up on the keyboard please musician. Just come on over here Just lift your hands to the Lord Need someone behind you just to catch you Now God is here So God is here, he's in me And so if I was just to close my eyes For just a few moments Then begin to meditate And become very conscious that God is with me Remember what we just shared, repentance So are there any blocks Or remove those through confession Say so just God I'm so sorry Holy Spirit I'm so sorry for What I said and The way it was said, it wasn't right and I've grieved you, see so we just deal with things quickly And we just surrender Lord now I just surrender for you to flow through And to Touch dawn and to minister to her And our Lord I just begin to meditate Oh you're with me Thank you Lord I could feel and see your presence with me Just begin to focus and Emmanuel God with us It's not such a hard thing Just stay there and enjoy him Shire just come quickly Just come over here Just come and just lift your hands and be open God is with us God is with us So God is with us So again it's how you position your heart So if I come to just be with him now God is with me I know God is with me I'm one spirit with the Lord So if I let my heart just open out to become conscious God is here God is with me And I just let my heart just open up to shine like that And God will flow to touch him You notice that the gateway is the heart Through which the presence of God comes The presence of God comes through your heart You and I all can bring the presence of God to others Immediately you think Oh that just a pastor does that Not so I've had heaps of training sessions Everyone in the room Was able to flow With the power of God It's because This is God's intention God with us God with us I Just want you to stand Just both stand where you are just, you Don't even move to the front But Rob Would you like to come over And just stand near me now Just if you lift your hands now I want you to become aware of God So in other words Just shut everyone out By closing your eyes Become aware God is with you And and, and Rod Just for a moment If you could just close your eyes And just begin to There it is That God is with you You know God is with you So take a few moments To just become conscious That God is in you His presence is filling you Then I want you just to reach out And just put your hands upon them And the moment you put your hands upon them The God who is with you will be with them And what you have inside you Because you walk with God Will be imparted to them And then God will be with them Just go do it, just lay your hands on them Just as you touch them God will be with them God will touch them, there it is God, don't try to make something happen You're just conscious of God As you're conscious of God's presence comes well, it would be really good to be just aware of God. How many feeling God's starting to touch them right now? How many are starting to feel God coming on, His presence touching you? If you're feeling that now, come just right up to the front quickly. If you're feeling the presence of God on you right now, if you just come quickly to the front, Rod, you can stay up here with me. You might as well. You're up here and you're in the Spirit. Just stay up here with me. If some people are feeling the presence of God on them right now, why don't you just come just lift your hands to the Lord. God with us. Now, if you're not feeling that Well, you could be feeling something else Like, well, I'm really hungry I want to go home no, That's what you'd be feeling Well, while, while you keep focused on that That's all you'll feel you Just make a decision Body, shut up You'll get fed soon You're not going to die And you just begin to take a couple of gulps of air There you are That'll do you for now Now I'm just going to focus on the Lord for a few moments God is with me God is with me As you lift your hands to the Lord God is, and I'm going to need some few catches Because people are going to start to get touched by God God is with me God is with me Of course you maybe have many problems in your mind Well push them aside Just have a few catches here right now That's right Thank you Lord Thank you Lord And remember you and I are ministers of the spirit that, What does it really mean? It's not really complicated It just means that I am connected to God Almighty God, His Spirit is in me And because I'm connected to Him As I become conscious of Him Heaven and earth are joined Remember that? Heaven and earth are joined The only place that heaven and earth are not joined Is when your soul fills with junk And you become separated from God But right now, God is here And so, just, someone's behind it. There it is, the presence of God Thank you, Lord, the presence of God There it is, God just coming on you right now Oh, just feel all the strength going out of your body As the presence of God comes Thank you, Lord Just God's presence That's right Fire, just the fire You're going to start to feel burning all over you Just the presence of God The presence of God Just a refreshing of God God with us Oh, she's gone So, so people are starting to talk. And if you're listening to this on the CD right now I would you go pray, land? Don't stand there You've got to minister God to people That's right, here we go Thank you, Lord Thank you, Lord If you're listening to this on the CD Well then just stand there and lift your hands to the Lord And as you just meditate That God is in me, almighty God is in me His wonderful presence is in me It's rising up and filling me right now with glory Just receive it, just receive it Touch the Lord right now That glory just fill her. There's a weight coming on you, glory Thank you Lord, presence of God Now it's so easy for you to just reach out wherever you are now And uh, some other people come up Just lay hands on these ones here Thank you Lord The glory Let that glory come Glory Increasing glory See these light afflictions Are but for a moment But they work an exceeding weight of glory While we fix our eyes on things Which are eternal God is fixing to open your eyes To see things you haven't seen before A new level Oh, Holy Ghost, come Your presence come Presence Presence of God coming Oh, the whole way to glory Is coming over you right now Thank you, Lord That's right Just be very careful with people just be Very careful with people Just be very careful, right There it is You don't have to worry I've got holding your hand And behind your neck And husband standing near you Just like I Just like you were a vacuum cleaner Sucking Oh, God All I can have of you That's right Thank you, Lord Presence of God. so right. receive His glory. Let His glory. His presence just come and rest upon you. Rest upon you. Well, you know, your mind's been full of anxieties and things you've been stressed about, but if you were to just throw them at the feet of Jesus, think about some of the things that you're concerned about and just hurl them at the feet of Jesus and then receive. <laughs> presence of God. Notice that blocks... Blocks in our soul because of worries And fears stop us engaging God Lord we thank you We want this church To be known as Emmanuel God is in this place Bethel God is in this place The house of God for God is in this place So help us Lord to Never lose our honour and respect for you Help us Lord Never to lose our hunger for you And passion for you Help us never to lose our devotion to you and Lord, help us never lose our joy of bringing You to others, that they might be, that we might be known, Emmanuel. God is with that person. I can see it. I felt it. Father, I just thank You for every person here today, that the measure of Your presence increase in their life. In Jesus' name, increase. Is there any person here today who doesn't know Jesus, like to receive Jesus? Just raise your hand and let me know. As any person here just needs, wants to become a Christian Right at that point in making the decision This would be a great day to make that decision God bless Well Father we just thank you now For all that you've done with us His name shall be called Jesus Wonderful Savior His name shall be called Emmanuel God with us And we thank you Lord That you are with us And if you are with us Then we will not be afraid of what man can do to us If you are with us, we will not be afraid or dismayed, but we will be strong and of good courage, for God is with us. You say amen? Let's give the Lord a clap and finish up, shall we? God bless.